You're listening to Filling the Storehouse Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Stuart. And we want to walk with you on the journey to living the abundant life through faith, family, and freedom. Our goal is to refine our why while helping you find yours. Together, achieve our best and highest purpose. In the end, we'll drive each other to intentionally fill our storehouse. What's up, Storehouse Tribe? Hey, this is Stu. And uh, hey, I just wanted to hit on one of the tenets of this podcast, uh, Financial Freedom. David and I honestly think that um, the best way to get to financial freedom is through real estate investing. We've been uh, investing in real estate for quite some time. And um, one of the coolest things about real estate is uh, the relationships that, uh, that we are able to create. Um, we basically use partners on every single deal that we do, um, both in Milwaukee, Wisconsin for our, our turnkey rental company, and through some of our bigger deals, you know, we've done some stuff, uh, some commercial properties here in Colorado, where we live, and, and we're looking to do more. Um, so if that's something that sounds of interest to you, we'd love to uh, kind of tell you what, what we got going on, what we're doing. Um, we're looking for more partners. We love building relationships and having, um, you know, that, that trust with, with our partners and, and the ability to offer opportunities uh, to, to invest alongside with us. Um, if that's something of interest, hey, reach out to us. We'd love to jump on the phone. We'd love to jump on a Zoom call, tell you what we're up to. Um, you can reach out to us through uh, social media channels. You can hit us up on LinkedIn. You can hit us up on Facebook. Well, hit up me on Facebook. Don't, don't hit up David. Uh, you can send us an email. Um, you can go to our website, storehouse310turnkey, and uh, go to the Contact Us page. Send us an email at podcast at storehouse310turnkey. Any of those options, reach out. Let's talk real estate, and we'd love to tell you what we're, what we're up to. Um, enjoy this episode. Most importantly, go fill your storehouse. See you. Okay, so today, what we're going to be doing here is we're going to be doing a round robin of who wants to be my best friend. <laughs> Dude, this is going to be the shortest podcast we've ever had. Like, literally, we just had both our guests signed off for those that haven't, uh, that aren't watching. They, they, they couldn't hit the leave meetings button quick enough, Stu. Oh. We have Jason Vojo. And uh, how do you say, how do you say, uh, Peter, David, how do you say that? Uh, Polish Petrovsky. <laughs> Polish Petrovsky. Peter, uh, it's great to see you two gentlemen. What's up, fellas? Yeah, we're fired up, man. So and Jason I, hey, and go ahead. Wait, I, I got to correct you guys. Uh, we just had our coaches call yesterday for Life and Air and Peter's new name. Don't is... go there. No, you better not. You better <laughs> what not. is it? What is what it? Is it? It's it's Polish spice. Oh, spice. I like that. I Sounds like, like there's that. a story that we have to get into. Polish <laughs> spice. It is. Uh, this so started off doing completely you, wrong foot here. I mean, do you, do you like wrong. the Spice Girls? Is are the Spice Girls your favorite oh, band? Oh, has nothing to do with that. Oh, okay. I think he's I think it's because he's part of could be part of the Spice Girls. You heard his voice, seen the pictures. Yeah, I can be spicy for it. So I guess I bet you can. Uh, Hey, so we, uh, we have had, uh, Jason and, uh, Polish spice on the show before individually, uh, talked about some of the life and air specific, the vision specific stuff, but we wanted to bring them both back one, because we love these dudes. They're awesome. Uh, and I think this is going to be really fun. Been looking forward to this one for a while, but, uh, two, we want to bring awareness to an upcoming event. And then, uh, three, I think we've also just focused on one aspect of life and air in the, in the previous podcast that we had. And, and actually, uh, um, spice, we weren't even part of life and air the first time that we had you on the show. So, uh, just really excited to, to have you guys explain more of the elements that, that the group brings more, more opportunities that it brings and, and super pumped to have you both on. So thank you. Despite you both knowing Stuart, thank you for actually agreeing to join us again. That's pretty incredible. I mean, the payoff helped the payoff did help. Thank you for that. And maybe you're not supposed to mention that, dude. Oh, sorry, sorry. I just want to point out that the reason why I'm here is because of Stu, not David. Thank you. Oh, uh, all right. Thank you. Thank all you, right. Spice. I appreciate that. Okay, now that you said that, it's because of David, not Stu. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Peter. I appreciate hey, so, you. So David and I, you know, we talked before about uh, we, we went to the Get a Life Getaway up in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, um, and uh, it, it honestly changed our lives. Uh, we, we came away with uh, actually having a vision for our life and then uh, some tangible steps uh, to, to put into place and, and to move forward 
with uh, how to actually try to live that vision. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that you guys talk about through these three days. There's a lot of exercises that we do. But one of the first things that you talk about is are these four stages of financial prosperity. And that kind of sets the foundation. Um, and then from there, that then we get into like, you know, creating the vision. So if you could, um, you know, talk about that. Tell us about what those four stages are um, and where that leads. Yeah, man. Awesome. Well, let me, let me tell you how they developed first so that people can get a context of why these are so important. And so like, if you look around, um, I think most people struggle with two big things is one is like, what do I really want my life to look like? And it's so easy for us to kind of adopt and uh, assimilate the visions of people around us and whatever, you know, whatever path we kind of just tend to, to stumble upon, we get down that path and we don't spend a whole lot of time really thinking for ourselves and giving our permission to think for ourselves as to what we really want. You know, sometimes other people in our lives expect a lot of us and we say we want to get their approval. And so we do what they want us to do, or, Hey, your parents want you to be a doctor or an attorney. So you go down that path and, and we don't spend the time to do that for ourselves. And, and you guys know this, like it's that, that path is not going to lead you to uh, being fulfilled and it's not going to give you a sense of purpose and feeling, feeling like you're meeting, you're matching your calling. Like, and I do believe that all of us are given gifts and a specific mission in life that is up to us to fulfill. And, and you don't do that when you're not following the right path. And so that's, that's one thing I think people miss. The other thing I think people miss out on is and struggle with is finances and uh, not only finances, but you know, you could, you could make a whole lot of money and have no time to enjoy it. And that's no good. Or you could uh, maybe not make a lot of money and you have all the time in the world. And I don't like that either because you now are limiting your options significantly. So I think what these four stages were designed to do is really number one, help people identify exactly what it is they want. And that's what you guys went through with the get a life getaway. And that's what, we, what the vision is, which by the way, this is actually the first stage of the four stages. Uh, and the other side of it is to, to get a, to master your time and your finances. And so when you have the vision, you have the time and you have the money. Now the world is truly your oyster and you control your destiny and you can, you steer that ship. And so the four stages um, really allow you to have financial freedom, time freedom, and then, and then know what you're going to do when you do have the time and the money. So the first of the stages, and I'll just give an overview and then Peter can kind of dive in and we can start discussing each one individually. The first one is to create your vision. This is the most important of all the stages. If you don't have this part, uh, you're not going to be successful um, moving forward. You're, you, I mean, you're not going to have the life you want to live. I can, I can tell you that with absolute certainty. I've, I've, Peter and I have shared this with thousands and thousands and thousands of people and it's uh, you need the vision. The second stage is breaking. Oh, hold on, even. hold on. Before you yeah. jump in there to the second, because I want to make sure that the people really understand how important this is because what happens typically in life when we are going about our life, whether we have a business or we have a job or whatever it might be doing, we have this idea of what, why we're doing this. We're going after this financial freedom or whatever it might be, right? We want to go on vacations with family. We want to spend time with the family and things like that, right? When you don't have a vision, right? What that written vision, this is what we talk about at the three-day girl life getaway, is we actually help you craft that written vision, the document that's going to lead you, that's going to guide you towards where you want to go. And that document is on paper, so it doesn't change in that moment. But what ends up happening was when people don't have that vision, don't have the document, they tend to make their choices, their decision based on the current circumstance. So an opportunity comes or the shiny object syndrome, by the way, a lot of us have shiny object syndromes, right? Squirrels, I call them squirrels. Well, they show up in your life. Every day, yep, David does. That. David does, yeah. yeah. So, um, so think about it. When you have that kind of stuff in your life, what ends up happening is you start to make a decision like, no, I can do that. I can do that. I can help you, right? My big problem was that I was a people pleaser. I was just going to help everybody because I don't have that vision. So it's so important to have that vision because it's almost like this GPS, like it's that guiding light for you to figure out where do you want to get to in life. And it allows you to be more focused, persistent, and, uh, you know, be able to actually really get on to what you want to end up at. Peter, I thought, you, I, I thought you had bunnies, Peter. I didn't realize you had squirrels. I thought you had pink bunnies. Oh, I'm, I'm with squirrels, man, because they're all over the pink place. Squirrels? Pink squirrels? 
pink squirrels, uh, green squirrels, uh, whatever squirrels you want. Brown, all, squirrel, blue, all squirrels. Yellow, all squirrels. You don't discriminate on the squirrels. <laughs> that, that, this is a squirrel moment, right? We're, yeah, this is a squirrel, squirrel moment. moment. Yeah, that's exactly right. That, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, one of the things that I thought was awesome before we go into the next stage is, is I also thought, and I hadn't heard this before, you know, we, we hear about vision, we hear about, you know, doing uh, picture boards and there's all these different strategies before we really dug in. I think the way that you guys walk through a vision is the best I've ever seen. Uh, which is why we joined the group. I mean, you know, you put your money where your mouth is and, and there's a, a number of different groups we probably could have chosen that do visions, but we chose this one because of just how you just, it, it was, it was, it was an amazing process, but I, I liked you guys tell a story about someone who, um, you know, we all want to think that we have this high level, of, I shouldn't say high level. I'm, I'm not judging anybody's vision. We all think that the vision is family and friends and time. And to some people, what they come out of this, they realize the vision is business. It's making money. It's potentially material. It's, it's really realizing who you are. And you guys tell a story about the lady with the car and she didn't want to sell the car and realize that that was so important to her because of, you know, different, different things, or even, you know, these uh, professionals that, that don't want to start families, don't want to have families because their profession is so important to them. And I thought it was really cool that the vision also enables you to see that side of it as well. Like maybe that is the driver. Maybe those are the things that are most important and maybe it's not children and family and all that. But once you realize that it's very liberating. And so I think the process is not always just about the end result of a family and time and all that with them. Sometimes you get to this place where you realize who you are and it, and it frees you to give yourself permission to pursue the, pursue those things, which I thought was a very uh, important valuable point that I took away like, Oh, Hey, you know, not, not that that's for me, but that, you know, it gives you permission to be who you really should be. That's a huge point, man, because like we can all sit here and say, Oh, you should want this, or you should want that. But at the end of the day, if you don't like you, sh you there's nothing wrong with that. And so, you know, the example you gave, like where, uh, and we've heard this, but I use the example before we had a woman who felt like her whole life, she was, she should be a mom because like what kind of woman doesn't want kids. And she struggled with that her whole life until she realized, you know, I don't even really, I just don't like kids. It doesn't make her a bad person. It just makes, she means she doesn't like kids. And so she had that permission for the first time in her life to, to live and embrace that. And so whatever it is you want to do, this is going to help you identify it. And like you said, David, give, give your, give yourself permission that that's okay. Um, and that's a huge part of it as well, because you're never going to be fulfilled and happy if you're trying to do what somebody else thinks you should do or what's expected to you. I also, I also think that, uh, that this step is pretty important because, you know, a lot of people can say that, um, you know, family is the most important thing to me. I'm, I'm doing this for family. I'm doing this for financial freedom. And then you take a look at like, what are you doing to try to do it for family? And if you're doing it for family and you're on the hour from, you're on the computer and you're away from 4 a.m. to 7 p.m. at night, is that really, is that really for the family? You know, is that, is that really Dude, for financial freedom? And so you're kind of taking your mm -hmm. vision, what you say your vision is, and then you're looking at like what your action steps are to do that. And sometimes they don't mesh up too well. Man, one of the things I love saying is actions reveal priorities. Always, they always do. And you, if you want to know what your family wants, ask them. Don't, we, so many people have used their family as a scapegoat. And I'm not saying this is your listener right now. If, if you're listening right now, maybe your family really is most important to you. But oftentimes we will use that because it's a noble scapegoat. Like, oh, I, you know, I need to make this money for my family when your family wants you. They don't want the toys. They don't want the extra gifts or the nicer house. They want a parent who's present. And so you just got to be honest with yourself. Like, and again, don't beat yourself up about it, but just don't, don't, you don't, you don't want to live with that, with that duplicity in your life. You don't want to live with that double standard. You want to, you want to be truthful with your and authentic with yourself. Did you just say duplicity? Look it up. Big word. Look it up. It's a big word. That is a big word. I guess so. All right. <laughs> duplicity. So listen, before we get to the next stage, I just wanted to say one last thing about this vision. This is so important that you literally, like when we go to a three-day Gerlach getaway, you said before you get to the stage two, it is imperative that you take care of stage one. Yeah. Vision yeah. is the number one thing that you have to do. You can't, you shouldn't move forward without that vision because it gives you clarity, gives you accountability, gives you, you know, exactly what you need to do in order to get to where you want to go to. 
Well, and to that point, dude, it's not easy to do on your own. That's why we have an event for it. Like we, and it takes, and by the way, that's why it's not a half day event. It takes <laughs> three not, days. It really does. Yeah. It, it does take a long time to get with through that. homework every night and like additional days, probably afterwards to tweak it, yeah. and, you know, change right. it and update yeah. it. But once you have that, once you have that first version down, down, life becomes a lot. Now it's, by the way, it's not going to be, I, I hate to bust anybody's bubble here, but like, it's not going to be perfect your first time. So if you're a perfectionist, you got to get over that and just start. But each successive version of that vision gets better and better and better, more and more and more clear until you are living it. You're living it. Like it's, it's your existence. It's your reality. Yep. Stage two. All right. Stage two. This is where we, we start to bring money into this. And Listen, I'm all for positive thinking, but at some point real life kicks in and we need money for a lot of different things. And, and the lack of money can cause a lot of stress in our lives. And, and I can tell you that from experience because there have been certainly times in my life where I was wondering how I am going to uh, pay a bill uh, or an ex cover an expense for my business. And so stage two is my least favorite of the stages, but it is the point at which we're doing two things. Number one, we are trading time for money, which means we're working to make our own income. This is not asset-based income. That's in stage four. We'll get there. This is us trading our sweat, our time, our energy, our effort, our expertise for money. The other thing we're doing here is breaking even financially, which means we're covering our financial needs. And you can say our weekly needs or monthly needs, whichever time interval you want to use really doesn't matter. But this is where we are, um, we're getting a grasp on making sure that we're at least breaking even so that we can move forward into stage three and stage four. Now, this is also where 99% of our culture is stuck. And these are the people that are, that are living month to month. They're, they're in stage two and they're not getting out of stage two because they're spending everything they make. Yep. So to that point, this is the stage where you really start looking at your life your current situation, your current life, you look at your checkbooks, you look at your budget, right? You start looking at the perspective, like what is my monthly basic needs? What do I need? What my monthly nut, right? To the squirrel whole thing. What does the squirrel need to live from month to month kind of a thing, right? There you go. And it's you, hey, Peter, you're going to figure out a way to get squirrels into any, each of these stages. I can't wait. I, I'm <laughs> telling you, this is my goal of this particular podcast to get squirrels in every single stage. Okay. It's going to come. Watch it. Oh, what a, what a high goal. That's, that's it so, is, uh, what, just... this very aspirational <laughs> inspirational as well. That's, that's how I roll. Okay. Well, and by the way, if you can't understand what I'm saying, which a bunch of you guys will probably on this podcast already say it at some point, transcripts are on the back table. I'm just going to forewarn you. But listen, that's when you really start to, figure out what my monthly cost is and you get clear on that because a lot of times people are not clear how much I need every single month to be able to live and what ends up happening they start spending more than they will actually have and they can never get out of that hole so yeah. it's a very important that you go through that stage two and here's the thing we want to get through that stage as quickly as possible right and it's up to you the person who is basically running that portion of your life to see how quickly you can get out of this. But that's clarity. You look at all that stuff, it's gonna help you uh, get to the next stage. Do you have anything else that you wanna to add to this stage? Well, you guys might have some questions. I didn't wanna keep talking until- you, so, I, so you mean like you have to like create a budget? So yeah. call it something <laughs> yeah. It's It's our, Stu, we call it the freedom plan. Ooh, that's good. That's good. And so- I like that so much better than a budget. Yeah. <laughs> well, cause listen, this is where, you know, I love the quote by, by John Maxwell. He says like having a budget is telling your money where to go versus wondering where it went. And I don't know about you guys, but I've certainly had those moments where I'm like, I'm rich one day and I'm poor the next day. I'm like, what in the world just happened? Where did all my money go? And so in stage two, it's really important to break out of this stage because you're trading your time for money. Like, well, and how are you going to live the life you want if all of your time is spent working? You can't, most people can't. Like unless you determine that your that your perfect vision is working all the time and not doing anything else, which I I challenge you a little bit on that and and um I'd encourage you to kind of look into that a little further. But like you're trading your life away, and so that your time is your most precious resource. And do you really want to trade that for money? It's the worst trade you'll ever make in your life. And so 
as you re- recognize that, that you're making this trade, it becomes really important to move forward. And now a couple of ways to do that, of course, you know, you could make more money and that's great. You could cut your expenses. You could not, li- you could live within your means. I think you also have to start developing some discipline at this stage to not spend everything you make. Like that's what most people do is like they, they start making more money and they do what they, their lifestyle goes up. Right. And they start spending it. Um, and so this is not what you do here. Yeah, no, no, no. You'll stay, you'll stay. It's a treadmill. Now, listen, like some of us have some pretty nice treadmills. Some of us had of a Peloton treadmill with, with diamond plated gold encrusted, like, you know, uh, bearings and, and, but it's still a treadmill. Like you don't, you gotta get, no one can stay on a treadmill forever without falling off. Right. And getting tired. And so you gotta, you gotta get out of that. Like, and so one of the ways to do this is to simplify your life. Like, look at like what you can, if you have, if you have to cut stuff, what can you cut that you're not going to miss? Like, you know, are you being, are you being kind of like, uh, you know, and, and any successful business owner, one of the things you need to do is constantly kind of check your overhead, make sure you're not getting your, your, your spend bloat doesn't, doesn't set in. Well, same thing happens in your personal life too. Uh, you you can, your budget can become kind of bloated and you're just, you just lose track of things. If you don't, if you don't keep a, a relatively close eye on it. Now I'm not saying you have to you know, live under a bridge, right. Or eat Mac and cheese, the rest of your life or, or ramen noodles, but like, you gotta, you gotta keep an eye on that. Um, one of the areas that life inner talks about that contributes to stage two is in a, in a high amount of stage two is having a lot of debt because now, you know, you need to, and by the way, I'm the last one, I'm la- last person on earth to criticize or judge anybody for having debt. I had a ton of it back in the day. Um, and it really increased the amount of money I needed to make. And it didn't, what return did it give me? Nothing. Like I'm just paying interest. And so you got to, this is where life Air encourages people to look at debt and, and think about potentially trying to become debt-free at some point. Like it's not for everybody. I'm not going to say it's for everybody, but, but it's just something that we encourage you to think about. Yeah. And we discussed this, so that, you know, your life get away, talk yeah. about that and how it impacts you and, and what you can do with it, how you can use it and all that kind of stuff. But one thing I want to clarify on this stage, because like Roger said at the beginning of this conversation is this is not his favorite stage. It's not my favorite stage. Um, this stage is meant to be temporary. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It should um, be. Hopefully. Very, it should hopefully be temporary. And the reason why a lot of people are staying in that stage two in this country, or actually, I think it's all over the world, Probably. is because they keep jumping between stage two and stage three. And before they can actually fully transform over to stage three. And we're going to talk about that because you're starting to, you know, work beyond your means. You start living beyond your means. So now you have to catch up and you keep going back and forth, right? It's like, ends up being this, you know, for the lack of a better word, robbing Peter to pay Paul, right? Uh, by the way, my middle name is Paul. So I keep robbing, robbing Peter to pay Spice. We could also... We could change it up <laughs> a little bit. Well, that's a squirrel. Okay, we don't want to go there. That, that's true. That's true. We got squirrel. Um, hey, you know, and I think it's interesting that you highlighted it. it's 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 intended to be the quickest stage, but it in reality, unfortunately, it is where most people live forever. And I think that's a, a really important distinction. And I think debt has a lot to do with that. And mm-hmm. instant gratification. And, and I will tell you, so, so we're, we're real estate investors Stu and I are, I mean, you know, full transparency, we, you know, there's, there's debt that we use to uh, we're in the midst of a refinance right now on a portfolio loan. Right. But our goals, and I think it's important, our vision and our goals are to, is, are to eradicate that debt. And, and I think debt is a very important thing for people to consider and really understand. I love Steve Cook. I think uh, he was, I was watching something that he did and he said, hey, you know, people talk about good debt and bad debt. And he started distinguishing and someone challenged him from the crowd. And then he, he said, well, OK, so you take your good debt. Um, don't pay it for one month and see if it's still good debt. Like see if the bank thinks that your version of good debt is good debt when you don't pay them for a month. Maybe take a couple months off of paying them. And see how good that debt is. And, and I just, I love that point because, you know, we're not saying, like you said, Wojo, we're not trying to say, oh, being in debt is terrible and it's, you know, whatever. We, in fact, are in debt. But the way we think about debt and the way our, our goals are set up to get rid of debt in our personal and business life, I think is a very, very important distinction. And it's, it's something that we need to consider strongly. That's a great point, dude. And uh, you mentioned thinking 
uh, in the way you think about debt. But I'd also add like in stage two, you need to start thinking differently in terms of where you want your money to come from. So if you only think of your own effort as being the source of, of income, you're going to struggle. And this is where people might make a lot of money, but they're not wealthy because, and they have to keep working until something happens. I just set up a podcast interview with a guy, great guy. <clears throat> he was, um, he was a nurse and he ended up breaking his leg and he couldn't work. And all of a sudden he realized, man, I don't work. I don't got any money coming in. And now he's doing multifamily investing and he's, and he's, he's just killing it on that. And, but that was a realization of someone who's thinking changed in that moment. And so I think as you're in stage two, you got to get yourself out of that mindset of like, you know, you're not, even if, and here's the thing too, even if you're a business owner, if you, the business is dependent on you, you really don't have a business. You have yourself employed, um, which again, nothing wrong with that, but I just want you to recognize a vulnerability that is in your system that you've set up in the structure of your, of your entity. Stuff right on. What's, uh, what's stage three? All right. So this is where it starts to get cool. Assuming you haven't blown all the extra money that you've made, you're on now squirrels. starting on squirrels. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. On, yeah. On, on extra nuts. You don't, you don't need them. Um, you now will start to generate an excess and create a margin in your life. And so stage three really is what I'd consider to be somewhat uh, the result of doing things right as you pass through stage two. So maybe, maybe now you're accumulating some, some more uh, cash in the bank. At this point, you can do whatever you want with that money. Now you could, you could spend it. I would not recommend you do that. You could invest it. You could uh, save it. You could give it away. You could tithe it. You could share it. You know, you do whatever you want. My preference is that you take that income and turn it into uh, a cash flow, uh, a cash flow vehicle, which would be stage four. Now, now there's a thousand ways, you know, sideways to to get an excess cash. Uh, we talked about before, like decreasing your expenses, increasing your income, ideally both. Um, so stage three is really a transient, transient stage that you'll actually continue to go back to. Um, and you'll see why in a moment, uh, after we get to stage four, but basically all you're doing in stage three is generating excess. You're going to take that money and put it into stage four, which is, which is buying some sort or investing in some kind of way that is, uh, that is producing a cash flow for you. Um, so it's asset-based income instead. So this is, um, an income producing asset that now will go towards satisfying your cash flow needs in stage two. Now I want to repeat this stage. So let's compare and contrast this for a second. Stage two, you're working for your income. Stage four is where your asset provides your income and replaces some of what you need to make. So let's say for instance, easy math, you need four grand a month to live. You get one rental property and maybe you do it debt-free. We haven't even talked about how to do that yet, but, but let's say you, you spit off $1,000 a month cash flow. You just replace 25% of what you need to make on your own energy. That's pretty awesome. Now, using this model, you only need four properties to create all of the income you need to make. And now work becomes optional, your job optional. Now, I know these numbers don't match up exactly for everyone. And this is for illustrative purposes only. And I'm not even saying rental property is the way to go but it's the principle, it's the concept that I want you to grasp of like the freedom that can come from having your assets produce your income for you. That is, I'm not going to say it's passive because nothing is truly passive, but it's not strictly requiring you to go out there and get it. So yeah, to that point, with what you was talking about in stage three and taking that excess cash and turning into a cash flow, what happens a lot of times for people is that when they start getting excess cash and they don't have that vision, right, that we talked about in stage one, few things can happen. One, I take that excess cash and I buy some squirrel, right, or a bunch of squirrels. Think about it. We do that, don't we? Yeah, totally. We go and buy the next bigger house, or we go and buy the big car, or we finance things, or whatever it might be, and we turn A lot of times cash. you buy those squirrels, and squirrels tend to run away, right? And I think a lot of times, it, you know, all joking aside, you have this credit card bill, for all this instant gratification that you had, all these squirrels and, and they're gone, they go. If they're nothing gone. to show for it. And you have nothing to show for it. You're looking, you're like, what 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 did I what did I buy? What what did it where did this go? So true. Right. So what ends up happening, you go back 
to stage two. You cannot get forced to go back to that stage two. Right, because now you increased your expenses. Right, because you just increased your expenses. So now you guys raise your income, right? And then you get to the stage three a little bit. You got the excess cash. You raise your income, right? So you, you raise your expenses. So you keep going back up like this, yeah, right? That's why yeah. a lot of times we, I remember Steve Cook was talking about this example with someone that he met at a restaurant that were sitting there. And the person said, if I can only make $30,000 more, then I'll be all good, right? And this particular couple, they were talking to you, they were making, I think, close to a quarter million dollars, I think, at that particular point, mm-hmm. right? And when they were making less than $100,000, same conversation. If I can only make $30,000 more, I'll be good. And that's why, you know, they go back to the stage two because of that. The other aspect why I think people go back to the stage two and they live in that is because they don't have a clear vision, which is the stage one. Because now when we're talking about the excess cash, you have some excess cash that you're looking to, okay, what do I do with it? What do I do with the money? When you have a clear vision, you start asking that question, what do I do with that excess cash? How do I use it that aligns with my vision that helps me get closer to my vision? So whether it's rental properties or it's you know Airbnbs or it's maybe Toro or it's some kind of a vehicle, you start asking, does this align with my vision? And that's why it's so important to have that vision in stage one, because it's a guiding light throughout the next stages to ultimately get you to the stage four. Make sense? Totally. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, the buzzword or catchphrase that, you know, everyone uses is financial freedom, um, you know, and there's lots of definitions of financial freedom. Would you kind of equate that to the stage four where, your, your, your quote unquote passive income, if you will, is, has replaced or, or covers all expenses. Is that, is that where we are with stage four? Yeah. I mean, think about it. If you have this passive income, right? This cash flow that's meeting your needs, that's first number. And then it starts meeting the needs of your ultimate life that you want to live. Because when we talk about the three day get, get life, get, well, I'll give you guys a little hint on day three we actually go to the nitty gritty, figure out the steps, figure out the action steps. And we actually look at, okay, what is that financial number? How much do you need to make to live that vision, to live that life? You want to go to Paris on a two-week trip or you want to travel the world for two months? What is that going to cost, right? And we actually put these numbers in place and then we look at the calendar and all that kind of stuff. So once you figure that out, you start looking, okay, so what is that ultimately goal is. So once you meet that cash flow number for that, think about it. You don't have to work anymore for that money. The money starts to work for you. And then you can live that life, whatever that is for you, which is back on that vision. And that's how people ultimately end up living their vision, their life that they choose to live. Yeah. And I think, I think that's an awesome, uh, incredible point. And, and really it all goes back to the importance of the vision and, you know, it's interesting. I listen to a lot of Rick Warren and, and one of my favorite things that he says is, is we buy things we can't afford with money we don't have to impress people we don't like. And, and, and I think that really goes into the vision because you're, you're buying these things. Like I, I know, I mean, I have family who, who care about the car because the car is a reflection of whatever it is they think it reflects other people. And, and, and I also love the quote is, is uh, nice cars impress poor people, not rich people. Right. And, and so like there's these different things that the vision really fleshes out for you that you recognize when you have this excess cash, when you get to this point or when you're trying to build to that point, that all the other stuff compared to your vision is is superfluous. Right. It, it's, it's meaningless. It's, there's no importance really tied. If I have a strong vision that can guide me, my guiding light, that nice car maybe I'm a car guy, but that nice car that it takes on a lot less importance or someone's opinion of me based on the, you know, the shirt I'm wearing, because in reality, nobody really cares. Right. No, nobody cares. Right. And then, yeah. And that's a good point. Here's the other thing I want to point out because I don't want people thinking that, Oh, you know, I want a Tesla. We're not going to tell you that you can't have a Tesla. Go have a Tesla. Right. But the thing is, it's a lot easier to invest in that Tesla when you're stage four, then when you're in stage two or in stage three, because now you just bought a Tesla and it keeps going back to stage two, right? But when you get to stage four, when you now have your cash flow paying for all your needs and everything, now you have access cash, 
you can go buy yourself the Tesla or you can buy yourself an asset that's going to pay for that Tesla, right? And so, if it was on your vision, then there, there you go. Yeah. Right. right. The other stuff that people, I think, discover is that because we start asking, well, why do we want that Tesla? And a lot of times what you said, to your point, David, is not that they really want that Tesla, is they want to maybe impress somebody or it's a form of significance or something that they've learned that when they were younger, that somebody that they knew that was very close to them had one and it was like that, you know, someone that was fun, right? And that's why they want it or whatever the reason might be. So it's your vision, you create it, but you want to make sure that you're putting these things in place at the right time, at the right place, in the right stage. Because then those squirrels don't really matter that much. Would you look at that? Just drop that in. (laughs) Well, the good part is like someone like Stu, um, he's starting at such a low level of impressing people that you know the like he doesn't have to really invest a lot of money or like if he just had like a, a car nice... if he, people would be impressed that's it right if like got i think bike the, the bar is so low that like it's like hey dude if he took a shower i'd be stoked right like, that's where we're at that's where we're at is that why you or guys get are going to separately yeah. yeah exactly that's why we never you'll never see us in the same room to do a podcast because it's literally the smell is so distracting that i just can't get through it <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I want to transition a little bit. So I really appreciate those four stages. I think that, you know, it shows a couple of things. One, it shows how much rigor has gone into developing the program of, of, you know, with the base of the, of the uh, vision, right? Like, it, I mean, this is, this is, this is awesome. It's legitimate. You know, there's, there's four stages. It's broken down. It's very actionable. It gives you this, the, uh, you know, I mean, you create your steps. That's the best part about it. There's, it's not a prescribed, you know, for, for David, it's one thing for Stu, it's another, you know, for, for spicy and for Wojo are different things completely. Um, but, but I think the, uh, I think it's also important. I want to highlight some of the things that, that outside of this, right. Some of the other things that you guys do once you become uh, a life nerd, because for me, accountability is, is, is huge. Accountability is, is the resources are huge. What you have to, you know, what, what the offering is, and then the the group in and of itself for someone like me is is such a game changer. So if you could talk up, you know, touch on those topics for me, that'd be great. Go ahead, Polish Spice. All right, Paul. So listen, I mean, accountability is very important because of the things that we as human beings tend to let ourselves off the hook, right? That's the easiest person to let off the hook. And that's why it's so difficult for a lot of people to go and actually hit their goals and their vision. So We've incorporated into when somebody chooses to be, you know, in the program that we provide accountability with other people. Your vision is a good accountability tool, by the way. One of my students, for instance, his vision is hanging in a kitchen on one of the cupboards in the kitchen. And it's on a cupboard that has cereal. So every single person in the morning in that household opens up that cupboard and there is the vision, right? So kids open it up. And you start looking and kids are looking at that vision and say, hey, dad, did you, uh, you know, do your morning routine today? Because that was on here. All of a sudden, like when your kids are keeping accountable, it's a different kind of a conversation, right? So that accountability is important. There's a mastermind aspect that is very powerful to it as well. Because listen, there's something to be said about one brain thinking about how do I reach that vision? and focusing on the how, as opposed to looking at the mastermind and looking at like who can help me reach that vision. And you start having different people give you input or you start having different people come alongside of you to reach that vision. Because I truly believe after I've been doing this for how many years now is that our life getting that vision, it's not a me sport, M-E sport, it's a we sport, W-E sport. So you got to get out of your own way to basically go on after this vision. So who do I need to talk to? How do I need to communicate? So we bring the community together, the mastermind aspect to it, to be able to help people get and people, you know, connect with each other. They do deals together. You know, there's money being lent, you know, and all kinds of different aspects so that really helps people get their lot sooner or, or easier, simpler to how important, how powerful has been your and, and Vojo's relationship to, to your personal growth, 
to your and in, in your financial or whatever the areas of, of importance are. How, how important has it been? How important have you guys been for each other? Well, well I've tagged, haven't... I've, I've pulled Peter along for quite some time now and it's getting a little I, I tired. Have the, I have the same uh, feeling with David, man. I feel you. <laughs> I was just going to say, I've been carrying him on my shoulder this whole time. As you can see, he's like he beat 220 you pounds. Yep. So I, I had to get in there quick on that one. Him. Yeah. No, I mean, think of, and you guys, you two guys can relate to it because you guys are very close, I can tell. But, um, you know, my relationship with Bojo and has been very impactful for my life because he came into my life that has completely uh, made a huge, tremendous difference because here's the, oh, here's the other thing that happens. And that three-day giveaway give in life under itself, you get to hear from people from a place of love. There is no judgment. There is no, uh, you know, he said, she said gossip kind of a thing. So we really make sure we put that in place that there is no judgment. And these are one of the very few people who will tell you what you need to hear as opposed to what you want to hear. And he's one of those people in my life. You know, he's my best friend. He's been in my wedding. He stood up in my wedding. I stood up in his wedding. Um, Granted, you know, I was a better best man. I had a better speech. He kind of came in there and kind of stumbled a little bit here and there. And Are you sure about that? Because, I, I mean, could they even really understand what you were saying? Transcripts are on the back table. Okay. So my bad. that came with that. So, but <laughs> the thing is, you know, you get the people who are really care to help you get to your vision. And that's what he was for me. He's helping tremendously in so many different areas of my life in the tough times and vice versa. I believe, I hope so, that I helped him too. Oh, dude, totally. Like, and this has been something like, you know, I, I, we've all heard this before. Like we, you know, you, we've heard a couple of things related to who, who you hang out with. Like, you know, you'll become who you hang out with the most as well as like, you know, it's, it's not what you know, it's who, you know, and we've heard all these things, but here's the truth is it's true. Like it is true. And I think the sooner you embrace that and the younger you are, that you take this to be and, and actually, and actually do something with this, the more successful you'll be. Like, so when I look at my life, there's, uh, I have been the, the direct beneficiary and the indirect beneficiary of being around awesome people. Like it just struck me like just and this constantly strikes me. Like, um, just yes, just before this podcast, I got, I was introduced to this guy who runs the largest multifamily property, uh, group in the Phoenix, Arizona area. And he had, he just literally had Robert Kiyosaki show up at his group like a couple of weeks ago. And I'm like, dude, it's, and we just totally hit it off. And we just, and I, and I, and now here's a guy who's like, Hey, how can I help you? Like, what can I do for you? And I, and he's coming out to the get a life get getaway, uh, with his wife. And it's like, you just run into people that want to see you succeed and that are experts and that can help you. Like, you know how many times I've been like, Peter, like I'm trying to like, inter how do I, how do I do this Facebook ad stuff? Or, Hey, I got this person who needs this, or, Hey, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? Like when you're around people that are awesome like that, that are genuinely want to help you, but also are qualified to help you too. Like they actually know a little something, dude, it's incredible. Like I, I have, I can call someone I have people's numbers in my phone right now, and you guys are probably the same way. And that, you know, hey, I want to learn about short-term rentals. I got a dozen people I can call. Hey, I want to do self-storage. I know a half dozen people that are actively doing. It. I want to know about, you know, I need somebody to help me with my diet. I got a guy. You want somebody? I mean, I got a guy for everything, and it's awesome because I don't know what it would be like to not have that now and to try to reinvent the wheel. Like, but having those people in your corner, like literally that want to help you. It's, it's, it's incomparable to anything I can even think of. And there's just no way that someone who's by themselves trying to do this all alone, like could ever match that success as easily. Like, and so tap into that, like, that's a huge thing. And now of course you got to be the right kind of person yourself as well. Right. You can't go into this with an expectation of getting, you have to give and enjoy giving and you don't give so that you get like, that's, that's, that's not the motivation behind it. When you genuinely want to help other people, it comes back to you. Um, frauds will be, you'll, it's not going to work for you. If like, if, if you're trying to get stuff from people, it's not going to work. Don't try it. Um, but when you genuinely want to help other people succeed and find, find joy in that, 
like it's incredible the people that you'll that you'll discover in your life and that are attracted to you. Yeah, man, that is, uh, you know, I think it's incredible. And and what's really cool about a group like uh, Life and Air is that there are so many of those those people that are willing to coach that want to, and they're and like you said, they have something to offer, right? And and I think the first question you go into a group like this is, it should be, hey, what what can I, what value can I bring to you? And it may be a lot more limited than the value you can bring to me, but I'm willing to try, right? I'm willing to give you whatever it is. And I think we also sell ourselves short, right? Maybe I have some unique experience through 20 years of military service that, you know, you have a leadership issue that you're like, I just don't know how to deal with this person. And and that may be something I've seen, you know, a hundred times. Well, there's no maybe necessarily monetary value to that for you immediately, but but just some of those, that conversation and those tips can really help you work through, or it's marriage or it's children or it's whatever. And I think what you said, what's, in, what's been amazing to me is as my mindset has grown and opened and really, you know, there's a lot of, you know, you humble yourself quite a bit because you, you surround yourself with the amazing individuals, um, you know, stew aside, but you, 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 the, the opportunity begets opportunity and it's crazy. It's crazy that someone like, you know, you guys will be like, Hey, Goody, I think uh, this person would be good for you to talk to at this stage of your life. And it just completely can blow the doors off your business, your opportunities. And, and for you, it was, it's just your friend that you're, you know, making a connection and and it's so powerful, dude. And and people, what's crazy to me is now I, you and I were talking about this yesterday. I can't imagine not paying for that, not paying to be part of a mastermind. Like, you know, three years ago, you asked me, I'm like, dude, paying to hang out with some people. That's crazy. Why would I do that? And that's a lot of money. But but now I'm like, dude, how can you afford not to do that? And how yeah. much more, how do you put a, a dollar sign on the value that that has been brought to your life with that? So I think, you know, the life in our group is has been that for us. But also, like, if you don't mind touching on a couple, like, what are the practical things you guys do? What are the practical conferences you do to address business and to address these things when, when people are at that stage? So, well, a, cu- a couple of things, I think, um, and I, I, let me know if I, if I get off track here. Uh, but my, you know, I think everybody who, who comes into life and air, we want to now, let me also say that like, to your point, David, like there's not everybody comes to life in air and they're making a million dollars a year. Like that, that's okay though. But to your point, like, because maybe they're really good in one area or maybe, maybe they don't have any skills yet, but they are super motivating because they're so on fire and, and hungry that they inspire you to, to rekindle that flame or they can offer encouragement and support. Like maybe they can't tell you exactly how to do this certain deal you want to do or this 1031 exchange or this whatever, but like they can encourage you like not to give up. And like, so everybody has something to offer. Now with that said, I think uh, some of the tangible things are, you know, we, we have uh we have everybody who comes in, we want their vision first. Like that's, that's something for sure that, because that's going to guide all of our decisions in helping them. And quite frankly, when, when, when your new friends and your group want to help you, they need to kind of know what's important to you too. Cause you don't want them to steer you off track accidentally. So you need a vision. We have our business builder workshop that has, it's, it's only been around for a few years. It's awesome. I wish life in had this when I first joined. Uh, Cause I didn't have any business training. I had to learn it all. And it took me a long time. Uh, and so, so Peter and I teach that. And so this is going to help people learn how to kind of run their business in a way that it complements their life rather than competes with it. Like, how do you, how do we help you make a full-time income with a part-time effort? That's really in a nutshell, like what that event's all about. Um, and so, and the other thing, big thing is really as your part, so as you kind of get this base level of knowledge and you start seeing yourself uh, implement these, these things and being part of this, like, and, and moving forward. Now the group is coming around you during these mastermind retreats and during our coaching calls to really start to dive in and, and get into the implementation because your vision is great. Your business plan and your business vision is great, but you still got to do something with it. And it's the group I think that really helps you move forward with it and, and implement, um, and, and make that thing reality, make it, bring it to fruition. Um, and so that's, we do that in a number of different ways. Like, you know, like, so for the, for the groups, for instance, what we've found is we have, you know, these three day long mastermind retreats per year where people are really taking like the time to pour into you specifically to help you reach your goal. And you're doing the same thing for other people too. Right. And to together that collaborative genius, the collective the collective experience of that group, just like 
It's like, you know, you got 30 people that are 30 sets of eyes on your challenge. It's awesome. Like you, you walk out of there with, with like a whole new perspective and a, and a plan. Like I remember, um, up until, uh, well, well, even so, even now I don't go to retreats much anymore now. Cause I'm running the company. I sit in occasionally, but when I was going to retreats <clears throat> regularly, I would walk out of there with 10 or 12 pages of, of typed, typed, you know, word doc, single space notes of everybody's share. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can use this in my business. Oh, wow. With a little tweak, I can, I can implement this. And so it's incredibly productive. And so those retreats are amazing. That's the groups. Those are the people that you're going to get around and become your best friends, your lifelong friends. You know, I've shared this publicly before, but like when my, uh, I got married uh, five years ago, two days and two days from now, actually two days uh, is my, is my five-year anniversary. Um, I looked around that room and except for a, a couple uh, family members and friends from like, you know, high school, everybody else was life and heirs because they become, they were my best friends because we, we took trips together. We, had time together. We were on the same page. We helped each other. It's just this incredible bond that is formed. So you have these retreats, you have one-on-one -on -one coaching calls, you have, uh, you know, you're, you're this, you have a group that you're constantly communicating with, like throughout bef between retreats, uh, you're having group coaching calls between your retreats. We're really like, it's really becomes the family you wish you had. And those aren't my words. Those are words from, from students that, that I've, that I've plagiarized. Um, it's like, it's, it's just, you know, we really throw the, throw the whole enchilada at you um, that, and that I don't even, that doesn't even get into like the technicalities of like all of our training, all of our online courses, all of our real estate. Uh, I mean, we got a lot of other stuff like that to me, but it's, but it's really about, it's really about diving in and giving someone everything they need to succeed, like in a very, very tangible level. Yeah, man, it's, it's awesome, dude. And I've, I've, uh, you know, experienced one of those retreats that you were talking about. It was amazing. And, you know, it's just, you know, couples, guys and gals sitting in for three days and just pouring into each other and there's laughs and there's tears and there's hugs and there's high fives. And, um, same, like I came away with like just on fire and tons of notes and, um, ready to take over the world. Then you get into small groups and accountability and you have calls with them and you have your coaching calls. Like it's, it's rad. You guys have done an amazing job of put, put something together, but back to stage one, getting to the life vision. Yeah. You got to go to this three day, get a life getaway. It's, it's a, it's a must. Like you will not be able to write your vision correctly <laughs> if you don't go to this thing. Um, so you guys are coming to Denver, super pumped on it. Uh, March 17th through 19th. And, uh, we talked just not too long ago about you guys, um, you know, offering up an opportunity for, for our, our, our network, for our military and veterans uh, to go check this thing out. And um, I mean, what an amazing opportunity for, for some of our folks. Well, dude, uh, and you guys, um, because of our, our love support and, and, and incredible appreciation for military, you guys uh, have a very, very special offer to give your people um, that is not what people aren't getting that that's, that's for you and your folks only. Um, and uh, how are you, how are you having them reach out to you? Is that clear? Yeah. I mean, so we're not going to, we're not going to give away like on, on open source, the, uh, the code. So we have a promo code. So if you go and sign up for the get a life, get away, we have a promo code that, uh, that, uh, Wojo is going to provide to us. Um, and, um, you know, if you are interested, uh, reach out to us, you can reach out to us any way you want. And you can, if you have your, our phone number, text us, call us, uh, you can reach out to us um, on email uh, or any social media platform. You know, Dave and I are super active on LinkedIn, not as much on Facebook. Uh, David likes the TikTok, but don't reach out to him there. Um, and uh, <laughs> but hey, it's coming up quick. So if you want to jump on it, um, we'd love to see you here in Denver. And then do we have any other uh, future plans for Get a Life Getaways? Yeah, man, that's what I was going to say as well. Um if, if you guys want to do this, you know, um, I'd be glad to extend that discount through the rest of the year. Yeah. Uh, awesome, for the other man. get a life getaways. Um, and so if you can't make Denver, uh, come to one of the other ones, it's looking like right now we're gonna have two more. Uh, we're looking in the Nashville area right now, as well as, uh, Texas, most likely Dallas. Cool. Uh, but we don't have dates for that yet. Hopefully in the next few weeks we will. Uh, but those also would be eligible to, as, as part of Stu and David's following, uh, to get in on that as well. I may have to tell my wife 
that the Nashville getaway is one week long and then fly fish my face off for the first part of that. (laughs) It's a special extended version. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so these, these tickets, I mean, normal price, like they're not, I mean, they're not cheap, but yeah, yeah, a thousand bucks. But listen, man, I literally just got off the phone with a guy who, um, who told me, he's like, dude, I, I mean, I was, I mean, a thousand bucks is, I thought it would be more than that. Like, you know, I've gone to training where it's been much, much, much more than that. And I'm like, dude, listen, like that's, we want, and by the way, even at the full price, I totally believe this is a huge value. It's an incredible, incredible price for what you're getting. Agree. Um, but yeah, but, but as a, as a follower, um, you know, that of, of you guys, your people don't have to, don't have to pay that. And by the way, you come to that three day, spend the entire three day, work on your workbook, work on your vision and do it at, a, at the end of those three days, you didn't think that was like the best thing that you've done for your life and it was worth it and it was an amazing. I'll let you go and punch Vojo in the face and you'll get your money back. <laughs> so punching him in the face is just a bonus. I hurt, man. Bonus. He's, he's, he's a pretty big guy. Yeah. So, big guy. And as hurt. you can see, he's still looking eh, semi-good. So <laughs> I don't think he's been punched. I would listen on serious side of things. We don't get refunds because I think this, you know, it's very, it's an amazing event. We've been doing this for many years. Me and Vojo are going to be leading this event. And, uh, and it's, it's incredible. People get together, they open up, they share, they write their visions, they create staffs for their life. And they are coming out of it with, you know, some form of their own vision for their entire life, yeah. which. Let me, uh, let me clarify what you just said, Peter, because you said, you know, we don't get refunds. What? And to me, you could take that as meaning like, hold on, you don't get refunds. I want to clarify that. We've been doing this event since 2008. Now I haven't been doing it since 2008. I think I started in like 2016 or something or 15 or 14. Um, I've never had a single person ask me for a refund is what Peter meant to say. Meaning we've had thousands and thousands of people go through this and not a single person has ever asked for a refund. And so, so that's what Peter was saying is like, this event is so incredible. You're going to love it that you will be blown away um, by it. And you, it won't even be, I mean, you'll just, you'll, you, within the first couple hours of this event, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah. Not to, and I definitely, you know, not to harp on it, but I, I, it, that's one of the things I found to be most amazing was that when we went, there was no obligation after it, it was obligation for the, the event. We went to it and the, the time was so meaningful and you come away with such value and then for Stu and I, I think it was like, you know, at, at day, day half, we're like, Hey dude, uh, when do we sign up? Like, how do we sign up? Where do we sign up? Because it was just such an incredible experience. And, and, and that foundation as, as we, as we hit a couple of times now, that foundation is key to everything. And you don't, you know, if you have that piece, that one takeaway, it, it's life-changing. And so I, I love it. I'm excited for people to, to take us up on the offer. I'm excited for people to join up. I, and more really for me, I'm, I'm just more excited for people to have the opportunity to get to know who they are better to, to create a vision for themselves and what that can do for them, their business, uh, their family. Uh, you know, just, I think the, 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 the uh, it's, it's limitless on the benefit that you can get from something like this. So we really appreciate you guys, man. You guys are amazing to be so generous. We appreciate uh, the fact that you would be willing to work with us in our, in our uh, network to, to get them in the door for such huge value. So thank you guys. Dude, yeah, no, it's our, it's our honor and privilege. Love you guys. Love what you do. Love your audience and everything you stand for, uh, for someone to get that discount. Do they email you? How do they get that? Yep. So the best way is to email us at podcast at storehouse three one zero turnkey.com podcast at storehouse three one zero turnkey.com. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, or, you know, if you have our contact information elsewhere, just reach out to us and then we'll awesome. get it to you. Appreciate yep. you guys. All right, guys and gals. Hey, Thanks. Check out lifeandair.com. Check out all the, all their uh, events. Uh, reach out to us if you're interested in the Get a Life Getaway. And uh, hey, come to Denver. It's an awesome city, and we'll be there, and we'll uh, hang out with you. And uh, most importantly, go fill your storehouse. And really, one point of clarification, too. If you don't want Stu to hang out with you, that is also completely acceptable, <laughs> and I totally understand that. And you probably should, you know, uh, we can talk offline on that one. Hey, thank you, dudes. You guys are awesome. We love you guys. We appreciate everything you do. Uh, spicy spice love seeing you every time uh get to chit chat just as a as absolute p- pleasure vojo 
I uh, love having you as well. So thank you guys. Keep what you're doing, what you're doing, changing lives and uh, motivating us to be better people. Thanks, fellas. See ya. Make it a great day. Thanks for listening to Filling the Storehouse. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe and share it with someone you love. And if you really felt inspired, leave a five-star review so we could continue to grow and help other Christian entrepreneurs fill their storehouse. If you're interested in creating financial freedom through real estate investing, be sure to check out our website at storehouse310turnkey.com. We'd love to serve you through our platform of building the kingdom. Just click on the contact link and we'll reply to you as soon as we can. Again, thanks so much for listening. Now go for your storehouse and make it a great day.